Sip tea, the darker girl is sweeter Feels cool, but it's hotter than a fever Kick back with two of your favorite divas Let's talk, let's talk, come on Stir it, give it something you can feel, yeah No faking, we gotta keep it real, yeah Pour it and pull up, see, yeah, yeah Don't you know it's high time for high tea? Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Black Tea. The Black Tea. I am one half of your hostess for the show. My name's Lucy Stuhl. And I'm Bambi Banks Kool-Aid, your other half. Yes, yes, yes. And we're here to uh, talk some shit, have a good time, smoke a little weed and kiki with some more of our black friends. How you doing today, Bambi? Child, I'm good. I had to get COVID tested yet again. Everyone go get COVID tested because, you know, being, you know, safe is sexy. Remember that. It sure fucking is. It's a requirement right now. It's past being fucking sexy, goddamn Right, it. right. But, child, I had to go get this test, and I just need to know why y'all don't have a protocol yet. I just need to know why we haven't all decided, like, how far we stick the, the, the stick up our nose. <laughs> like... <laughs> why we haven't decided why like why we only need one or two like i just need to feel like i need what is going on like because it's like every time i come up to these places i don't know if i'm gonna be stuck by two or one stick today or you know you're gonna touch my brain today like damn see i I don't know i've been lucky enough to kind of go to the same place so i feel like i've kind of had the same experience each time when it comes to that but i tell you what the first time they fucking swabbed my nose I oh my god! I thought I was about to fall out. Uh, I mean, I just feel like we like there should be like I know that like COVID like just happened or whatever, but like, come on, <laughs> like just happened. We can no longer say just happened now. It has been. But you know what I'm saying? It's like we've been still, this many months they, in the fucking game. People should have their shit together by now. They're still figuring it out. But I'm like, who like who runs this? Like who taught us how to give COVID tests? Because don't nobody run shit, girl. You know that. Don't nobody run shit, especially in this country. We are fucking floundering, trying right. to fucking figure it out. We didn't even have someone who believed in fucking science a fucking few weeks ago. So okay, like, but here's the tea. Here's the tea. Here's the tea. What? I got a bone to pick with science. I got a bone to pick with science. <laughs> Here we go. God damn. Here we go. <laughs> so, because I, because I found go, out. Y'all. Cause I find out that the the crust, the mantle, the inner core, they're all fucking hypotheses. So I just want to know what else is a lie because you taught that as if it was fact and it was not indeed fact. There could be something else in the center of the world. It's like, oh, it's really. I just saw not, I saw a TikTok today. Team. It is not the start of the black tea until Bambi comes in with some conspiracy theories. I absolutely. That is not a conspiracy. Much like 
much unlike the fucking mantle and the inner core that is not a conspiracy theory they do not know it's a hypothesis lucy and i just want to know because i saw i saw a tiktok today where they were showing us like the tiktok information yes yes first of all tiktok is very informational babes i need y'all to get on tiktok (laughs) i need y'all to jump on tiktok asap because tiktok has changed my life. Um, we did just went bad shit at the beginning of the show. Okay. <laughs> wow. So I just need to know. Call, I'm going to let you finish it. I just want to know, like, how do you know? How do you know that the Milky Way is real? How do you know that these galaxies are real? Like, well, what? people have seen them. Who? Who? The scientists? Y'all are lying. It's a <laughs> lie. Like, I swear. Like, <laughs> Oh, my God, Bambi. <laughs> Man, you are not a flat earther. I'm not even going. No, to. I'm not a flat earther. I know the earth isn't fucking flat. I'm just saying, y'all acting like y'all know a lot more than you do. That's all I'm saying. Child. So anyway, today on uh, today's episode, episode number three, which we're about to jump into in just a second. Um, we actually, this is something that we wanted to do last season too. So I'm excited that it's uh, happened in this way and we got a chance to have the guests that we have today. But we wanted to talk more about being black in the makeup industry and, you know, some of the struggles that we already have become familiar with. Um, but just hearing specifically some things that go on in the makeup industry. I mean, I think we all have our own little, our own, uh, microaggressions and even bigger things that we can talk about that we've seen ourselves and experienced ourselves down to just as simple as like the fucking colors and you know that we get for makeup and the way that makeup looks on our face and all all kind of other things that we can actually uh, talk about on this subject so i'm super jazzed to uh have the two guests that we have today so we can talk about this and just being fucking fabulous nelson i'm sorry hold on y'all nelson Furtado stool not for Tato. So yes, it's great um, that we have these two amazing people here to have this conversation with today. Bambi, what what are your original thoughts on being black in the makeup industry? What have you seen from your own perspective that you think differs from being uh, one of our white friends? Out Caucasian. Um, <laughs> so... To be honest, to be honest, like my whole makeup journey is, you know, very interesting. I was very much a, um, a YouTube, like do-it-yourself kind of doll. Um, I wasn't putting nothing. I was playing in the browns. I wasn't putting none on my face, child. I, it no, was, no uh, she wasn't. It was just brown. Um, but she was still pretty, though. She was still pretty. And like, it was cute. It was cute. <laughs> but like, the tea is, is that like, they didn't really like, 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 well, I, I guess they just, like, don't focus on them or they don't make them big. Uh, but, like, it, it felt like there were no real, like, Black influencers out there to, like, kind of teach, yeah. like, makeup like that when I was, like, growing And then it took, like, you know, me doing, like, research to, like, actually find people. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no, I know exactly <sighs> what you're saying. I mean, girl, when I started out, it was even more fucking slim pickings. Like, the girls of color had a few girls on YouTube that they could kind of, like, look at. But other than that, there weren't a lot of other people in the industry at that time that were really someone for us to look up to or even look to for, like, questions and answers and shit. And, I mean, luckily, I ran into a lot of, like, good makeup artists that actually knew their shit and weren't racist and knew how to work with every skin tone. So uh-huh. I, had a, I had a little bit of help there. But, uh, yeah, you'd be so surprised, like, starting out how fucking hard it was just to be able to find somebody to help you with, like, matching tones and telling you, you know, what kind of powders you need to use for your color and, like, all kind of other shit like that. Like, 
that shit isn't as readily available as a lot of people think it is. And I mean, even to this day, I still don't think it is. Girl, I used to watch, um, um, and this is just ironic because another video on Twitter came up, but I used to watch like Patrick Starr, girl, because that was yeah. like, the darkest person I could like. Find yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. It used, it used to be so wild when I first started out like eight or nine years ago and I'd be like, hey, I wonder, you know, what like black girls use for this color to really like, or how do like black people get like colors to really pop and like come across and shit like that and having to like fucking dig and like not finding anything is so fucking weird. So um yeah it's great that the influencers that we have on today's show are like legit fucking badass makeup artists who are killing the game and also using their platforms to try and bring about a change in the fucking makeup industry we got two heavy hitters today with that so we should go ahead and bring in our first guest bambi if you would like to introduce sure our first guest is a chicago doll you know uh I, I guess you can't don't we can't say like recent because it's been like forever bitch like she's been out here uh, <laughs> she's been killing the game she's also a uh, um insta baddie is that what you would call them influencer <laughs> insta baddie influencer give it up for Happy lauren Steve. elise yeah, <laughs> hello 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 gorgeous so glad to have you on the show today babe Excited to be here. Um, for Girl. y'all who don't know, also, uh, Lauren is a part of the Chicago Black Drag Council, has okay. um, been, like, a part of the scene forever, even when she wasn't, like, living in the city of Chicago, and has always been, like, one of the badass, like, Black people that I look up to and whose makeup I fucking look at for, like, inspiration. Yeah. Seriously. Seriously. Scream. Screaming. <laughs> Uh, Lauren, can you tell us a little bit about your entrance into uh, makeup and how this whole thing started? Well, let's see. I've always been like the tomboy and I was raised by my grandma and my mom. So like seeing them wearing makeup all the time just like always fascinated me. Mm -hmm. And throughout middle school and high school, I really like used makeup to just kind of express myself as like an accessory. Um I would literally be going to school in like basketball shorts and sweatpants and a hoodie, but my face is beat <laughs> <laughs> and like the hair is laid. But um, I think once I started really like focusing on posting just my makeup on Instagram, because I've had my Instagram since 2012. Yeah. But, uh, and it was just like an everyday Instagram, like how everybody was just taking pictures of random shit. Mm -hmm. But, um, pictures of me and makeup just started to like be what people cared about more so it's like oh I got this new lipstick and I wanted to take a little selfie or like the way I did my makeup and people just started paying attention to that more more than like the work I was actually doing because I am a working makeup artist yeah. and I was a hairstylist at the time uh nobody cared about that shit so, <laughs> <laughs> i was like i'm just trying to get more customers i want more clients come see my work come see me da -da 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 -da. but they were like no we want more of your face yeah. so i started like focusing on that in 2014 but by like 2016 is really when it started to take off especially mm -hmm. once like i tried to stop looking like instagram girls yeah like just regular instagram baddies and following the whole like youtube makeup type shit once i like just stopped caring about doing that and just worked on like doing shit that i love to do and like really editorial and avant-garde shit yeah that's when it just started taking off 
which is really cool to see. And it's kind of like I always tell people when it kind of refers to drag that like authenticity is like key and it's king. And when people see that, that's what they really like buy into and like go after. Um, I also think it's just like so great too about like how vocal you've been about vitiligo and about people who are so fucking idiot and have been using that as a challenge or some Show. makeup trend or some other fucking stupid ass thing to do. Like <laughs> it, it blows my mind to think that someone would see that and be like, that's so cool. Like I want to try and do that for a shoot. Like what the fuck is that about? It's like, so wild. Like I was just, I was just looking through old pictures too of like going through my photos and clean, cleaning shit out. And I found this picture of the screenshot I took from like, years ago where this girl mm. decided to make herself look like me so she like did the vitiligo and everything on her face oh, and God. i just remember feeling so uncomfortable and like she wasn't the first one to do it like i've seen a couple of people who would like recreate my look but then also paint my skin on them and it was just like what like this is this makes me deeply uncomfortable. I like, I understood what they were trying to do, but mm. it's just so fucking weird. But now it's gotten to the point where like people are using it for clout and like just trying to use it to like show, Oh, look how artistic I am. And look at how creative I am. And it's like, do you yeah. think any of us with Vitiligo get called creative and artistic when <laughs> yeah. we just walk outside? <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> like, though. like we get stared at, we get people who ask, extremely offensive questions in yeah. reference to it or have something to say people get bullied for it all of that stuff like there's so many people who aren't comfortable in their own skin especially with having vitiligo and like with me it it's one of those things that i'm like constantly learning to love because it's always changing yeah. so we also can't even control how we look like it's just all of that and especially with how society wants everybody to look so perfect and to like be flawless and all of this like it just really fucks with our heads so to see people just deciding to paint it on for a day to like get some clicks and views and likes and some like internet points is really fucking weird or like we're just ch trying to tell y'all to embrace the beauty and then we're trying to show how beautiful it is da -da -da -da. and it's like yeah it is beautiful but why don't you just feature one of us instead of yeah. trying to like make it about you? Exactly. I'm like, it's not your fucking job. Like, that's not your job to do. Exactly. It's it's like when people do blackface. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I'm just trying to look like Rihanna or whatever. Like, I just think Rihanna's <laughs> so beautiful, so I decided to paint myself to look like her. And it's like, do you do you think that like anybody who's black or especially dark skinned folks go outside and just like get seen? as such yeah in the eyes of society or like or is it up to you a white person to tell us how to feel about our own skin like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's really it's really really strange wait so, she was white like there's some people who are white who will yeah, like true. paint themselves darker to look like they have vitiligo even though vitiligo affects anybody regardless of race so there are white and fair people out there who dude who have vitiligo and it's just not as noticeable but yeah. i've seen so many people who will go the blackface route with it mm -hmm. and like paint themselves darker to make it seem like they have vitiligo so it's like it's so fucking weird there's that so is... many layers of weirdness to it yeah. i was gonna say i was like that is just like a multi-layered <laughs> 
fucked up experience. <laughs> like, good grief. So much to fucking unpack with that, like, one thing. Oh, yeah. Like, let's do some blackface to try and help with a condition that you don't have. Like, what? Right. <laughs> like, and then we got Woody Harlow. Oh, my God. Yeah. The only representation in, like, the mainstream for us. And she mm-hmm. is definitely not somebody who... Ooh. we need on this topic like is she beautiful yeah she is stunning yeah but her whole thing with it is like she she doesn't even care about like people doing shit like that she actually likes when people mimic her vitiligo but it's really? obviously not because of like having vitiligo it's a, because it's about her yeah yeah it's I like gonna, i was gonna say like i feel like for her it's like different because her art form is not necessarily like like her art form is not something that's like separate from her it's just her you know what i'm saying it's like modeling modeling is just the person you are at the end of the day are you interesting to like look at and so like for her i can see her being like oh people want to like be me so that's fun but like you being a makeup artist and like knowing that like art is definitely like separate from the being and you're not supposed to like (laughs) ain't blackface on in order to look like your fave or you know their features because that's weird too yeah that is really weird that Um, that does weird me out like don't don't paint on black features guys it's weird it's Um, really fucking weird and they'd be like they'd be like well i didn't use your foundation color and i'm like uh... (laughs) (laughs) it's still not giving not at all not to talk about TikTok again, but there are just like a lot of white people who want to be black. And mm-hmm. oh, I, I have some things to say about that. <laughs> yeah, things to say. Lord said, I got some things to say. What you <laughs> What you got to say? I want to hear. I was just thinking about how, like, with all the like issues within the whole beauty community and like the beauty industry. It's just like with any industry, it's so crazy because you like go in not really thinking about that type of shit because you're like, oh, this is art. Like, why would any of these like social political things come into play here? You know, like that's kind of how I entered it. Mm -hmm. I just literally didn't think of it. But then, nope, it's all the same shit. Of course, like (laughs) racism still exists. Colorism still exists. Everything like there's always that. So it's so strange. It's so wild to me that like. Black people, actual genuine black people, get dust. We get dust when we are out here busting our ass, putting out content, doing shit that not every single person is doing, trying to make something of ourselves. But then you got people who are either in blackface or borderline blackface and blackfishing who get all the opportunities, who get all the attention, who get all the clout. I'm like, why is it why is this so normalized? Like why are y'all okay with supporting these white folks in blackface but not yeah. actual black people? Like it's <laughs> it it boggles my mind, but I've seen it plenty all of people started here. with Kim Kardashian. Um, <laughs> it really did. <laughs> it she really definitely did. she definitely made it popular and I'll give a fuck what anybody has to say about she it. Was she was the blueprint. She definitely yeah. made that shit popular as I love well. me a I love me a Kardashian. I'm not, you know, I'm not rooting for rich people, but <laughs> she exists and um <laughs> she, she made the best she made the best of her situation. That was cute Tick. for you. 
However, it just gets a little weird when all of you have surgery to look like my cousin. Like, yeah, like literally. But then in the meantime, these are the features that have always been laughed at. Yeah. And picked on and seen as unattractive. While secretly being fucking desired <laughs> and stolen and appropriated across the fucking board. Like, like come the fuck on. Like, we can. <laughs> baby we could talk about this fucking forever but I actually i want to talk about more of your fucking accomplishments um Lauren, oh, wow. because like you're really out here killing it and i want to talk about some of the brands that you're working with can you tell me about like some great experiences you've had in the makeup industry and some of like the the brands that you've worked with that that's been a good partnership um i would say my one of my favorite brands that i've worked with was wet and wild uh-huh. And oh yeah, that, I love that shit because that's <laughs> so old school to me, and that instantly makes me think of like my mom's makeup, which like is how I even started like playing with shit. That's so cool to hear. Wet and Wild is like that. I love Wet and Wild. Wet and Wild was like one of the first brands that I really used. Like, you know, when I was getting really into makeup, like I was using Wet and Wild liquid liner all the time. Yeah, girls still swear by school. that. It was so good, and so. They had worked with me. They were actually, I think, the first brand to give me, like, a paid, like, sponsored post gig. Yeah. Um, but then they asked me to be a part of their uh, Breaking Beauty campaign in 2018. Yeah. And it was like, oh, we're going to highlight these models and, like, makeup artists who, you know, break the standard and break the mold in the like online beauty space so not only was i featured in it but i was actually one of the key makeup artists yes it was like my first time that i got to actually like work on a shoot which is something that i've always wanted to do and that's kind of like the route that i would rather be taking um and i would love to do like film and like fashion and all of that stuff so like that was amazing yeah. and that was a definitely amazing opportunity and experience uh i got to work with fenty real quick i yes. always have to flex that come on Ooh. it's just a little youtube video but it was real cute i got to meet priscilla ono hell yes um, and i love her uh she was so sweet and then the like third one i say that was insane was my pinterest gig that i just did Damn, last year yeah um it was the highest paid gig i have ever done and i was like they i didn't even have to give them my rates they were just like oh we want to pay you this much oh wait hold on we actually want to pay you more and i'm like oh excuse me <laughs> see uh, now that's the wow. way it needs to be anybody that's out here listening that's how y'all need to come to the creatives girl let me download pinterest right now <laughs> I That's actually do music Pinterest. <laughs> no, I'd be on Pinterest all the time now, for real. Like, it actually sparked my love back for Pinterest. Um, I need to, like, post to it more and remember to post there more. Yeah. But they have this whole feature called um, stories or story pins. So it can be kind of like a TikTok. And it's like a TikTok and a uh, Instagram story put together. 
Wow. So, like, each page of the story can be, like, a TikTok. Like, you can record, I think, up to, like, 60 seconds. But there's, like, cuts and stuff, and you can put music on it. It's a whole thing. I was like, all right. Well, I didn't even know that. I didn't even know about that shit. That's fucking Yeah, it's actually super cool. I need to, like, actually utilize it more. But y'all know I love me, me a good live stream, so I'm trying to, like balance that out but um and yeah. so i have to ask without without you know being too shady or you saying anything you're not supposed to but <laughs> if if there were some if there were some brands that you worked with or you know that we should maybe avoid what would they be i mean besides like some obvious ones <laughs> i was about to say first of all jeffree star cosmetics <laughs> i'm like we know <laughs> avoid avoid the uh, king at all costs juvia's place Ooh. Why? <laughs> now, I knew this, this is some she do. I knew, I knew that this would be the one. Ooh. So I always, I always see the dolls using Juvia's place. I'm like, oh. I've so, never heard this one. Let me know. All right. So a couple years back, I want to say it was like 2019, maybe. Um, <laughs> this was chaos, but Juvia's place, <laughs> <laughs> like it gets crazier. So Juvia's place posted the Rat King to their page <laughs> and on their story because he gave them a good a good review on their foundation. So Jeffrey they're like, Star. yeah, they're like, thank you, Jeffrey, for the review. Check out his post, <laughs> and it's like. Baby, your audience, your target audience is black women. Yeah. And who does he hate? (laughs) (laughs) The most? (laughs) Like, this doesn't make any sense. So I'm like, you have black people that buy your shit, and this man hates black people? But okay. Um, So people rightfully called them out, and I think they eventually deleted the post, but they kept the story or vice versa Mm. one of them went but they kept the other one because they didn't care and the next thing you know the uh owner of it chi chi yeah she goes on a tangent on her twitter about jackie ina and like is defending jeffree star oh my god and like is going on a tangent on jackie about jackie ina and and we all know queen (laughs) <laughs> Jackie Ida is like the, the black girl. influencer. Yeah. So it's like, wait, what? And Chi Chi is supposed to be a black woman, right? Yeah. But there's a whole conspiracy that Chi Chi doesn't actually exist. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and that Juvia's place is actually Jeffree Star's brand, which is like, a, <laughs> which is like part of the Morphe plan. Like there are conspiracy theories uh, in damn. here, but yeah, it was basically they defended Jeffree Star and tore down one of their own in his name. What? That's fucking weird. That's very really weird. Weird. That's really it's, weird. It's really weird to me that the girls still use Jeffree Star and come up with like half-assed excuses for it. Like why, right. babies? Like in twenty, in, it's twenty twenty one. We have tested so many products and found shit that works better, and it's fucking cheaper. Hello. Like why? Like why? You and can even th- find some good, like really, really um, indie brands that are like homemade shit on yeah. Etsy and shit like that. Like there are other brands making colors like that now. There's more brands that are making things that are 
way better in quality. Yeah. Y'all don't have to keep supporting him and his dusty ass eyeshadows. No. Because he will call you a nigga in a heartbeat. Y'all, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> I can, like, oh, okay, no. so we should go ahead and bring in our second guest so that we can continue this fucking hilarious conversation. I mean, we had some tea spilled already, and I know we more coming. <laughs> Let's go ahead and bring in our next guest, who is just one of the most beautiful people whose makeup that I fucking love. We are so excited to have them today. Let's give it up for Neon MUA. Yeah. Hi. Hello. Hey. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Y'all don't know we can see each other, so we're like faces, basically. Hi, baby. It's so good to have you on. Hi. Today. I'm really excited to be here. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. Y'all, I fell in love with Neon because of Twitter. Um, another one of the pages that I happened across and was like, oh, fuck yes, immediately following. The makeup is fucking flawless, but also so fucking funny and cute. And I'm so glad I've been along for the ride because they are another person in the makeup industry that has been using their fucking name and platform to be able to bring a change and highlight some fucked up shit that's going on in the makeup industry. But Girl, before we get to that, that, I want to know more about Neon. So Neon, can you give us a little background like Lauren did about how you kind of got started in makeup? Sure. So um, uh, I started doing makeup like, what, it's been like five, six years now. Um, I started on Halloween and I was like, okay, this is cool. This is dope. Let me see what else I can do with it. And so like, the more I just like stayed on the internet, started researching and like, I'm like an artsy kid at heart. So like music, makeup, design, all of that stuff. It's just like what I live for. So like, I just fell deep into it. And um, that's where like the makeup journey began. And then um, just learning more about makeup in general, learning that the industry isn't as favorable to black people, especially black boys in beauty. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of lit a spark yeah. on me to be like, what can I do with my platform and the voice I have to not only inspire art, but to inspire the industry to be better as a whole. And so that's kind of where I took my platform from there. And ever since, I've just been uh, the loud black beauty boy that uh, wants to make a change. And I'm here for it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and we need that loud black beauty boy to make a change. I mean, as we've seen over and over time and time, motherfucking again, that... They are literally watching us taking the things that we do and then putting a white face on it and absolutely, you know, fucking selling it as their own. And we've definitely seen that come from you. Like, can you tell us uh, about the hashtag that you started? Oh, okay. Um, so the hashtag color pop me black, uh, that started last year. Um, actually roughly around this time, unfortunately around the same time of like the murders of like George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, like, Obviously, everyone was enraged, but, like, that kind of, like, enraged in terms of, like, representation trickled into different industries. Um, I know it trickled into music and sports, and it got into makeup, and that's kind of where it started. Like, a lot of us were just frustrated in general. Add on to the fact that Colourpop was a brand that a lot of Black people enjoyed using, and then out of nowhere, we stopped seeing these Black faces on, like, their social media. And one thing for me is that what we see in terms of, like, your presence is how we actually feel about the world as a whole. So, like, if you're not going to represent Black people in terms of makeup, then what does that say about, like, how you feel about Black people in general? So, uh-huh. that's where we took it. Like, it was just, like, we're frustrated. What can we do to fix it? And so, me and my friend uh, Josh Killer King uh, started the hashtag, and 
we did it as a way to make ColourPop see that there are so many faces that aren't being represented that you should be recognizing. Absolutely. And it high key took off. Um, a lot did. of people started seeing it. Um, a lot of other brands were like supportive of what we were doing. And then um, right at the point where we kind of like just not gave up, where we got frustrated because no change was being seen, uh, yeah. ColourPop reached out to us. And ever since, we've built like a really great relationship with the brand. We've been able to like co-sign on products that are being released, um, put our input into some things. And right now we're like starting the second phase of this movement where ColourPop is like fully supportive of ColourPop Me Black and wants to post more black creators and put more black creators on PR, get more black creators hired. Um, All these opportunities that a lot of us were like demanding, they're starting to see and they're like giving back on. So I'm really excited about where this is going and it's amazing to think how small the idea was and to see where it is now. It's I couldn't be more thankful and I'm glad that this change is happening. It's so fucking great. And like, see, this is why it's important to say these things and to speak up and to continue pushing through that shit, even through those fucking tough moments, because, you know, I've experienced some of those too within the last year where I'm just like, nobody's fucking listening. Is anyone Mm -hmm. giving a damn and trying to make a change about this? Like, where's the fucking support that I should be seeing emphatically? Like people should be coming to me being ready and happy and excited to do this and like support these people in this way. And it's like, it feels like such a bum, such a bummer when it's not happening. But um, I'm really glad to see that also because it's another example of restorative justice and what people can do to actually make a difference in the proof. Mm-hmm. They're about that fucking change that they're talking about. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, don't just say it. Don't try and slap up another picture. Like, I want to see some real initiative taking and want to see that this is not going to be something that just, you know, ends in a fucking month, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Couldn't say it any better. <laughs> we got to see it and we fucking we're not asking for it anymore we're demanding it. demanding it <laughs> exactly <laughs> i'm like honey i'm i'm done i'm done asking i'm demanding right now we're absolutely <laughs> done with that shit but like i did with uh lauren i would like to know about uh besides color pop what are some other great interactions you've had in the makeup industry like people that you've worked with um, I've had the chance to work on a campaign a few years ago with Makeup Geek and Color Rain. Uh, they specifically wanted to highlight Black Beauty Boys because it, it's like this whole ladder of like if, um, where, you know, beauty was made for like white people in general and then, um, it trickles down to like, well, white boys are getting treated less and like black women are getting treated less and black beauty boys are being treated even less than that. And yeah. so they just wanted to like support that. And so I was able to be a part of that campaign. That was great. Um, my biggest achievement, I guess you could say, would be my collab with Midas Cosmetics on the Duster yes. Palettes. Um, <laughs> I was able to create four different face palettes that fit such a wide range of complexions because again black people in beauty were struggling well for a while we didn't have like foundations that were deep enough and now it's like yeah. well foundation is nice but there's other products that we need as well and so to be able to work on that and work with an indie brand uh, Midas Cosmetics who just saw the vision and was able to like do anything they can to help yeah. the world and to know that like big names like Jackie Ina and Nima Tang like the people I look up to have used my products and fully co-signed on it. it it means a lot like it's That's baffling so cool. yeah 
that's so fucking cool. I was like, this Black Beauty boy right here is out here killing it. Like, that is so dope. And I actually own one of the palettes, and it's all I use for contouring. Ooh, <laughs> Literally all I use yeah. for contouring. Like, I'm like, this is what I have been dreaming for. Like, it having is the right first time. Right. The first like, I've gone to war. Brand for brands, girls. Yeah. Yes. Honestly. Absolutely. Honestly. I didn't even know what it was for. I was like, what? What? <laughs> literally like i can remember when i first got into it i was like so what is bronzer is it not something that i use and then like just seeing like brands just like missing the market and like stopping like lighter complexions i was like why are we doing this like you realize you could sell more products by selling it to more people yeah so like yeah it's yeah it's it's crazy yeah they don't want this money they don't don't. (laughs) (laughs) like honestly i'm like why are you not listening here when i'm standing here with this wallet open ready to spend like me and all the girls what's going on i feel like i feel like the beauty industry is like that one teenage daughter who opens up like a store like adjacent to her dad's store and she's like that's enough (laughs) (laughs) what (laughs) like that's what it's giving me it's just like y'all don't want this money y'all don't want to improve and it's what is this (laughs) oh my goodness we need more upward mobility something i was thinking of who i'm gonna i want everyone to answer this question uh tell me about one of your favorite makeup looks that you've done Let's start with Lauren. Oh, well, um, (laughs) I have like, I do have like a new favorite one, but one of my favorite ones I've ever done uh, was back in 2018. I did this white demon look um, where I painted myself white, had the white contacts and not Bambi's face. You talked a lot about blackface today. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't even see what I was shooting because I had those blind uh, contacts in. And once you start looking at lights, like direct lights, you can't see shit. And so I'm like holding the camera and trying to figure it out. But um, it was just one that I'm really proud of because I had like drawn it out probably two years before then when I did not have the confidence to do like full face painted looks. Yeah. Um, So not only did I feel better about like actually being able to paint myself a completely different color and like have my vision come to fruition it was just like wonderful but the other one would definitely be the flaming heart that i rhinestoned recently oh that was so good that was so good i love that it's so sexy and pretty that was so fucking good you know which other ones i like that you do too it's um like the rings of Saturn or something. Oh yes, <laughs> I like love that one so much. Thank you. I like tried to uh, like do it once and it came out fucked up. So I need to practice. I believe in you. <laughs> I believe in you. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm gonna when I do this, I'm gonna do it right for her. So let me practice this. Let me practice this real quick. Um, Neon Babe, can you tell us about one of your favorite makeup looks? I have so many with you, but yeah. Um, so I, I guess I would say, like, one of my favorite ones would be, like, I did a Zodiac series a few years ago. Oh, yeah. And surprisingly, the Leo was not my favorite. It was the Pisces. Um, oh. 
and it was it was the first time I've like really went there with my makeup, and so it was like this combination of like just drawing like water and fish and all this stuff. So that kind of stuff gets me. Like I love like drawing shit on my face, especially my forehead because it's so big. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to sit here, okay? I mean, a lot of real estate. Let's, let's go. But um, that's one of my favorites. Um, another one would be this uh, blue diamond look I did. A few Ooh, years ago. Because yeah. um, yeah. I was doing this uh, Steven University that um, me and Lauren were a part of. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, Loki Lauren pushed me to do this because, like, <laughs> the reason why I found Lauren's content in the first place was her white diamond look, the first one. Oh, and yeah, I, like, I remember that one so this, good. That shit was crazy to me. And so, like, I was like, okay, so bet. I'm in this series with Lauren. Let me... So, um, that would be, like, my favorite. Like, just going above and beyond, like, tweaking ideas and just seeing how far I could push it. Those are, like, my favorite looks in general, so... I love You've that. come so far. Also, like, <laughs> like, one of my favorite things about Neon is, like, I copied Neon to learn how to do, a, like, a daytime face. Because, like, I struggled so far <laughs> with, like, being, like, how do I do, like, my daytime just, like, oh, I'm not wearing makeup, makeup face. And, like, you are one of the people that I, like, look towards for that. And I was like, oh, okay, now I got how to do this. This is so good. It was easy, too, because y'all look alike. I know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> that is very close. <laughs> Not that in common, yo. I definitely do be staring at Neon being like, you're so sexy. I'd be like, oh, God. Yeah, that's me being like, oh, you look like me. <laughs> Bambi, uh, what's one of your favorite faces, man? When I did my, okay, so when I did my Zodiac series, Pisces was my favorite too. Oh, wow. But that's not my favorite look. (laughs) (laughs) I think, I think my like most recent favorite look is the one I did in the chainmail, uh, with the chainmail headpiece and all that. And we did like this warrior paint. Oh yeah, with me and my sisters. Yeah, I kind of ate that. I look back and I'm like, damn, you ate that, bitch. You did that. That was a good one. That was and I ain't never one. doing it again. <laughs> one of my favorites of Bambi's, though, was that green, like, Martian look you oh, did. Oh, I love that one. That was everything. It's I've, like, I've been I've been meaning to recreate it because it's so fucking good. I almost didn't post that picture. I'm selling that outfit if y'all want it at the auction. <laughs> The girls are on the auction. You better be. Can I just look at the material before yeah. y'all go to auction and yeah. buy, all the, buy my shit before y'all Let auction? me see, like, legit, though. Because oh, I do God. not want to fight. I get so, I get so like, anxious Nervous. about, like, bidding yeah. <laughs> wars. I'm like, okay. Okay, I'm going to do 45. I'll wait. Somebody said 50. That's my limit. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know when we did that the other day, people messaged me and were like, I was just watching that like a TV show. Oh, my God. I was just going for the thrills. This was so much. I was doing a live stream, and Rachel, Rachel Slurs came on. And so she was watching the auction. So we're watching the auction on my live stream. That's hilarious. And there was a cake that I wanted, too. And I was she's like, you want me to bid for you? I'm like, yeah, whatever I want, just bid for me. <laughs> I love it. It I was can't. so messy. It was so cute, though. It was so cute. Um, 
Oh, well, I guess, I mean, I could talk about my favorite. Yeah. Yes. 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 Please tell us. There are so many. Every one of mine is pretty good, but <laughs> uh, um, I do have to say that I have loved watching my, like, Beetlejuice progression. I've done, like, Beetlejuice for, like, the last, I think, three or four Halloweens. Mm-hmm. And it's just been, like, one of my favorite makeups, too, because I love doing fantasy colors. Like, it's just, I, I started doing that, and it's, like, one of my favorite things to go back to. And my fucking blend on that green makeup, bitch, is so Ooh, good. I've been okay. trying not to, like, toot my own horn, but too fucking too, bitch. Like, I am <laughs> in the fucking house down. So, like, so. I love that like green and purple combo and uh, I also just love being pink. I love painting myself. Oh yeah. Yeah, rose <laughs> yeah I like fucking mm. living. I live, live live for that fucking shit. That's so one of the first shit. pictures that I've ever posted of me and Lucy is both of us green. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let me run that back for you, babe. Oh my god. <laughs> I also want to know what happened to that tree dress because oh, what tree dress? <laughs> what tree dress? the tree dress that says I heart Lucy stool on it. I don't remember that. in the trunk. Oh yeah, no, the uh the skid mark. Yeah, I still have it. The weeping willow dress. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I got her. Why? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, just I, I just <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm like. Uh, <laughs> I'm moving our bangs. So another another question I wanted to ask y'all is what does the future of makeup look like for you? And like what would you want to do next? So I mean, we got Neon who already got one of the palettes out. What would what would your next thing you would want to do be? Um Honestly, I want to like get in a big campaign, like obviously, like once the world opens back up eventually, like going out and doing like a full campaign and like commercial and everything. Because, like, one of the things for me was that I didn't see people like me in the stores, and it was like there are no, there's like few black women, there's no black boys in, in these campaigns. So, like, what can I do to inspire the next boy that's coming up? That's what I want to do. So, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely like a full on campaign, like for sure. That'd be so amazing. The world needs to see that. You'd be so beautiful in that. Stunning. So beautiful in that. Like, like, <laughs> what are we doing? Stunning. What are we doing with Charles's and bullshit? Like, come H- on. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Time to right. move on. Please. Like, Lauren, what does it look like for you? What would, like, the next step be for you? Honestly. You just immediately be like, I want to do this. Um, I think we all know that I'm trying to work for Pat McGrath. Yeah. I've been on her radar, okay? She's been following me since 2018. Okay, so we're here for it. Just hire me. Yeah. But, um, Pat, Pat, if you hear this, Pat, yep. if you're listening to Black Queen, that's chance. Um, so I just really want to, like, work with her work for her even if it's just doing some shit on instagram for right now but like i really want to do more work like that and like i said even doing you know video shoots and things like that i was like uh regina came in my live stream the other day i'm like if y'all need an uh in-house makeup artist at transit like yeah hello (laughs) (laughs) like i would like to do more shit like that and um 
Also be a Savage X ambassador. Yeah. That's what I want. No pictures on Instagram the other day. Okay. There were so many people. You changed some lives that day. (laughs) That changed some lives. Literally, there were were so many homosexuals that were like, I'm question it i was like how could you die god damn. Like, <laughs> Hell yeah. i'm like i just want to be you know represent because there's not a lot of people that i see in those types of like campaigns or anything like that yeah. who look like me so yeah, yeah. i don't see anybody really with my body type it's so, always like miss rihanna I know Hello. you're recording and you listening to this too, baby. <laughs> Not that. You need to get the babes at the next Savage Jack show. And Rihanna, I'm also available because you know. <laughs> okay. Also, also yeah. Rihanna, if you want to donate to the weed fund, it's. Yeah. <laughs> Riri, I'm I know you down. Out. I know you down. <laughs> weed fund, girl. God damn it. Please. Oh my God, this has been such a great conversation. Like, thank you so much again for joining us on the podcast today. I think that y'all both are so fucking stellar and beautiful, and I cannot wait to see what comes next because I know it's going to be fucking big and dope because y'all already have been making the waves in that way. Um, can you tell us where we can find you online and how we can send you some money too? Let's start with uh, Neon. Okay, um, you can find me on just about any social media platform uh, at Neon MUA. Um, if you want some money, cash app, it's fine. Yep. <laughs> at Darius McIver. Um, if you right. want to buy my palettes, please buy the Dust of Dawn palettes. Like, buy them palettes, y'all. They those are my babies. Like, <laughs> those are, oh, those are my babies. I love them so much. Like, that is like my, the dream, like my dream collaboration. And for it to and happen, like, like not- the way it did. Ugh. Neon, that's a Chicago brand, and like Afro, it like is. is it? It is. Yes. It is. Yes. Shout out to Rocio. Yes. Fucking yes. I love that. So, uh, yeah, let's support fucking Midas and support our babe Neon. Those, I'm not kidding, y'all. That palette is like my dream. I, <laughs> I take it everywhere. <laughs> everywhere i fucking go thank you so much baby and lauren how can we find to support you my love um you can find me on instagram and pinterest at pinterest. Or... <laughs> <laughs> oh, we must get on pinterest Hello. come follow me on pinterest um, oh, <laughs> but yeah i'm on ig and pinterest at laura underscore elise i'm on twitter at lore l-a-u-r-r-r E-L-Y-S-E uh, on Twitter, yes. And then if you want to, you know, Venmo me, it's Lauren Dash Elise. That is E-L-Y-S-E. Y is in you. What other Y is there? You is a word. Okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I Y'all can also find um, Lauren in, like, all of, I mean, not all of them, but, like, a lot of the drag shows that are uh, digital drag shows that are happening right now. Yes. Um, drag is so fucking dope, too. And so you know, oh, my God. Yes. So Thanks. watch out for that shit. It, like I said earlier, it was such a fucking pleasure to have both of y'all on with us today. We love you. Thank you for stopping by. And we love you. Love you, love right. you baby. Y'all. I love Truly. you, guys. The gift. The gift.
Oh, Bambly. Yes. <laughs> you know. I was you just, are killing me today. I don't know why you are killing me. It's the vibes. It's the vibes today. I got it my is. candle lit. Oh, I saw you. I saw you like reach to go do it when we started the show. I was like, look at her. She's like, here, let me create the vibes real quick. Let me get into my let me get into my radio host vibe. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but I was just thinking about how I want to further my makeup career, and I think I've decided that I just kind of want to smell Jackie Ina. Oh, like I want to get close enough to smell her. She's I think so that's my beautiful. next goal. She's so She's... beautiful. I Could truly don't understand how to be perfect. So, I know she smells so good. I know she smells. I know so she does. I know. I know. It's like a smell I've never smelled before. Like yeah. I know she's oh, absolutely. like absolutely, absolutely. She's like the eighth world wonder. I know. That's she what. Is. I just that's what her. I like. Imagine about Beyonce too. I'm like, I know that it would be like a smell I've never smelled before, and like I would never forget it. Like that's no, the thing. no, that, absolutely. Like, I would <laughs> never forget how she never. I'm like, what does it smell to rub a billion dollars on yourself? Mm, I want to know. So rich. Whatever. Fuck capitalism. Uh, but love Beyonce. But also, yeah. <laughs> and abolish zoos. Yeah. So me and Kinsey have this thing. It's not new, but abolish zoos. Um, yes, they're prisons for animals. Yeah, we've been on and that. And you don't need to see animals that bad. We've we been on that. Them. We've been on that. That's bullshit. That's fucking bullshit. Free him. I'm just so saying, Bambi, what uh what you smoking today? Girl, um, I'm smoking how you say support black trans women. Um because mm. I don't know the strand, but my dealer is sickening. So <laughs> I think we also have us the same uh local dealer. She is amazing. Yes, yeah, support black trans women. She got so we probably smoking too. the same thing. Shit, I don't know. So um I also went to the Oh, but but wait, what? hold up, because <laughs> I have these edibles. <laughs> what? Oh, I, I was gonna these. tell you this company Hemper, which is pretty fucking cool. I saw pretty wait, fucking cool. Sent me this awesome <laughs> subscription box. Uh, they do a subscription box for like weed and weed paraphernalia, smoking accessories, as they like to call it. Um, but. It's I guess it's only like sixty dollars a month, and they send you like a hundred to one hundred and fifty dollars worth of merch like every month, and it's so nice. I got an amazing fucking bong and some great like rolling papers and other uh, that is so sickening weed shit to like come with that. But speaking of that, we need to help with just, our weed fund, don't we? Yeah, I was just gonna say because I too am sponsored <laughs> by an edible company called The Baked Fox. They are sickening, y'all. Get you some. Um, yeah. Company in Dallas. She's sickening. Um, and them edibles be smacking. That mean you, like, wow. So everyone go out there. Y'all know I love edibles. I am a baker. She is an edible queen. So, um, you know, I know what I'm talking and also, while we're talking about weed, we have to give a shout out to our supporters who have already came through and help us uh, stay good and high. Give it up for one of my good friends, actually, one of my loves, Renee Martel. Thank you so much, Renee, for your contribution and just being fucking dope. I cannot wait to have you back in Chicago. Go for a hug. I think we said we were going to go for pizza and then uh, mm-hmm. get a drink or something. <laughs> We were talking about it on Twitter the other day. I love Renee. In That's a, family in a right panorama. There. I see you. And if um, you want to be like Renee, bro, no, you did it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you did it. Keep on going, bitch. Keep on I, going. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if you want to be like Renee and support your girl um, and our weed fund, you can hit us on Cash App at the Black Tea. That's dollar sign B L A Q U E T. Wait, B L A Q U E T A. I don't know if y'all noticed, but I've been very high this whole episode. Um, She's been smoking the whole show. Me too, though. And, you know, y'all could enable that. So that's all I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Supporting this weed habit is also supporting people in the community. You know, we are really a tribe of people that put our money, you know, back into our community and with our people. So. I really do. Dollars go to great places and keeping us high and having fun on this damn podcast. Because, like, what else we doing? Ciao. (laughs) So, I mean, that was a great fucking episode. I had so much fun on that one. I did too. That was so much fun. I didn't even get to ask uh, how to not be problematic and a beauty guru. But why didn't you ask that? I figure it out. Because you just be letting me talk. You just be letting me talk. I do. I'm a nice person. I don't know if you. (laughs) Shut! Tell me to shut up. Just talk. No, girl. Do your thing. You be asking good questions. You be asking some really good questions. Like that's not important. (laughs) I love you, Bambi. Thank you for being here again. I'm just I'm here on Bambi show. Okay, this is Bambi show. This is my show today. Um, Yeah. Thank you so much for being my co-host. You were so helpful. It was such a fucking pleasure. And y'all make sure to tune in again next week for the Black Tea. Bye. Bye. Bye, Sippers. Bye, Sippers. <laughs> Sip tea, the darker girl, the sweeter. Feels cool, but it's hotter than a fever. Kick back with two of your favorite divas. Let's talk, let's talk. Come on. Stir it, give it something you can feel, yeah. No faking, we gotta keep it real, yeah. Pour it and pull up, see, yeah, yeah. Don't you know it's high time for high tea?